This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name's Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial Group and and Tony Marlette's also with us. And then we have our co-host over there from Minnesota. Uh, how, how bad is it there, Tony? Well, we got about nine inches on Tuesday. So uh, wow. just this past week. So <laughs> there's a lot of snow on the ground. And then and then the next night, it was like 10 below zero at night. So wow. we've had cold and snow. It's just uh, February is usually the worst month here, January and February. So we just well, had yeah. 60s the other. We were at 60 on Tuesday. But yeah, but we're, we're twenty today. Not, so. It's not like we're in Tampa <laughs> yeah. either. So. It did. It did get up in the forties a couple of days before the snowstorm. So that's crazy. For I mean, we're seeing records all over the place. But it's just winter in Minnesota is what it really is. So, but you guys uh, getting the close to the sixties. That's uh, just that for hurts. a day or two. Yeah, yeah well, that hurts. Day, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Uh, sixty for two days, and then then we got like six inches of snow the next day. So, <laughs> but um, you know. For listeners out there, the timing is, uh, um, if this is live or taped, you know, um, Russia invaded Ukraine last night. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about how it's going to affect the markets. We sure. think it'll affect, you know, it's going to affect some, uh, obviously, some some goods and services. Oil's probably going to go up. Gas is going to go up. I, I read somewhere that it's going to be tough maybe to get batteries because uh, uh, Russia has a lot the, a lot of the nickel supplies that we need for batteries. But uh, so we talk a little bit about that. So, um, Tony, what did you, you've listened to Gradient's presentation? What have, what have you heard on that? Yeah, just looking at different, uh, listening to different uh, media outlets and the, the Gradient uh, coverage, like you mentioned as well. I mean, essentially, uh, really, the market is in correction territory year to date anyway. Uh, and that was before well, last night happened, but I think last night was kind of baked into that, so to speak. I think a lot of people knew that this was going right, to happen yeah. at some point. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of what Gradient said had to do with international portfolios and, and, and funds are not necessarily geared towards Russia or Ukraine, minus the energy component, like you said. So. Right. You know, a lot of it directly is not going to be a huge effect. And I know the portfolio managers at Gradient are not going to be overly active with this. But, you know, we go back to the two things that drive the markets, which are fear and greed. So we're seeing the fear now with people just saying it's not even based in any logic or anything, but it's more people saying, I think things are going to collapse and uh, I'm going to pull I'm going to pull out right now while I can. And, and I think it also depends on your time horizon. You know, if you're For in sure. retirement or getting close to retirement, maybe you take a little more conservative approach. We find some uh, investments that don't fluctuate so much with the market or even some fixed products that you're going to, you know, they're going to beat the bank rates, but, uh, you know, keep you reasonably safe. 
And it, actually, and we mentioned just off air, but if you're younger, if you're Tony's age, maybe when the market goes down, if you have money on the sidelines, it's it's time to get in, right? You absolutely uh, buy it up at this point. I mean, yeah. you know, this again, Russia and it's certainly Ukraine, but uh, to a lesser extent, Russia, they just don't have that much to do with uh, our market. Economic, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Investments anyway, from, from a global perspective. Other, other than just the, the, the news media, you know, oftentimes the news just, just the markets reflect you know, sure. one way for the news, even though the economics don't follow that. Right. Um, so, you know, it just might be a little hysteria for a while, but most of our clients, I think we're just going to be, uh, you know, stay and hold, but you know, in the short term, if you want out um, and you want to put it somewhere safe, we, we have uh, opportunities there to pick some safer products. You may have to go with insurance companies versus banks, because again, the banks, we haven't seen them <laughs> in our, in at least in our area, I don't think they're even paying 1% most, most of the banks. So. Not even close. No. So. Um, I think the average CD rate right now is around 0.9 and that's for a CD, which is usually yeah. uh, amplified from a savings yeah. account. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe a three, I don't know, I, maybe a three year, I think yeah. is the, is the average for yeah. For that, but um, you know, we've talked about there being pending volatility before we knew anything about Russia potentially invading Ukraine like this. Right. We've talked about volatility for the last six months or so coming up. So I think for a lot of people, this is going to present an opportunity. Like you mentioned, Chris, if you're closer to your goals right now and you don't want the market volatility, interest rates are slowly starting to creep up. Inflation is is killing anything that's fixed right, right now. But really, what you need to look at is. Do I want to earn zero uh, in the bank? Do I want to, you know, potentially have short-term losses in the market, or do I want to try to at least not get beat by inflation as bad with something fixed? And in the latter of, of those three, really, and, is and as and as rates go up, we talked about this before. Um, you know, bond prices will go down, so. You got to be uh, leery about that. We had someone in the other day at 80% of their money in bonds and said, well, you know, that's relatively safe, but we have a little spike in interest rates. You know, those aren't, those aren't going to be so great. So Tony, what have you, uh, Mr. Sure, what have you heard from other advisors you talk with? Well, yeah. And I mean, a lot of them, like you say, some of them are recommending, Hey, you should probably, uh, if you're going to move or you're closer in retirement, maybe you want to, like you said, there are insurance products uh, that will offer a better return to try to keep up with this high inflation, they're saying, um, and things like there's a buffered index portfolio. I know that Gradient Investments offers um, that offers some protection on the downside. Um, so they're talking about these things and ways to hedge against not only the, the volatile market, which we've already seen. Uh, now that Ukraine has been, Russia's invaded Ukraine, like you guys are saying, uh, it's probably we're going to see some more volatility. And that's based on emotions, not our actual economy. But inflation's still on the rise and it's going to get worse because of this, like you said. So uh, that said, you have to find ways to hedge against inflation. And that's what people are talking about out there. Other advisors that I'm talking to on the radio and interviewing are saying that. And, you know, you guys have tips and strategies, Tony and Chris, you guys, that's what you do for your clients is uh, come up with a plan that's going to take into account rising inflation and market volatility. And I think that's the punchline here, right? That's the key. Yeah. And I think it's important to, um, 
you know, this is when you need your advisor, right? You don't need your advisor right. when the market's doing 30% a year, right? That, that's easy. We could just throw a dart <laughs> yeah. at the wall. Um, it's really when in volatile times is when you need an advisor. And I think, Tony, you mentioned in one of the other podcasts about a fidelity was it Fidelity that ran uh, the Vanguard? Stuff? Vanguard one, yeah. Yeah. So the we we play we um, uh, mentioned a Vanguard survey that I saw from 2019 or 2020 that concluded that an advisor can add three percentage points in value to the long term to their client's return. And, so, and I think it, about, I think it was uh, net of the advisor's fee. Correct. Yeah. Right. It's not about yeah yeah correct. That's above and beyond everything. It's not about picking the right investments necessarily. Although obviously that's a very big part of it. Really, I tell people sometimes it's about saving you from yourself. So yeah. taking people panic. Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, realistically, we've talked about, you know, being younger and buying into the market on this. We've talked about if you're don't have the risk tolerance or you don't have the time frame to go into something more stable, it, diversification is going to be the key. And it always it, it's going to depend on you know, where you have things allocated, I would never recommend that you just take advantage of one, uh, one piece of advice. It's going right. to be a strategy across everything. And we see oftentimes, at least in the, the Midwest and probably it's similar in uh, Minnesota there, but that clients <laughs> fall in love with one company. It could be a company they worked for. Yeah. So they have, all, you know, 90% of their money in UPS stock or, or not picking on UPS, but you know what I mean? They work there, Ford, whatever it may be. That That's a little crazy too, especially in such a, look, there's tons of good companies out there. You know, to put it all in one company, this is probably not the time. Uh, it's probably never the time, but especially now. So... So even, diversification is what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Even if and balance, even, even if it's, you know, even if it was Amazon, I wouldn't have everything in one, in one, uh, sure. uh, one, one bucket. Yeah. But, even yeah. Apple and Amazon, you don't want all your, you know, you know, some people are in love with Tesla or Apple yeah. or Amazon. You're right. And they just pump every, they really go heavy there. And that's a mistake, especially during these times. Yeah. I mean, Tesla's had a good ride, but their stock's volatile. I mean, it, it, it bounces up yeah. and down. So if yeah. you're, de if you're dependent on your portfolio to, to throw you monthly income, you know, that could be a problem, right? So yeah. Elon Musk, uh, who owns Tesla could send out a tweet tomorrow that says something crazy. I mean, Elon Musk yeah. is a loose cannon and his stocks. It's funny. Tesla stock goes up and down depending on what he sneezes in the stock. Right, right. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. And, they, and there's quite a few, uh, you know, companies like that. I mean, if someone, if Bezos came out and said something about Amazon, you know, there's, there's people who can move the market just by their voice. Right. Sure. So yeah. Um, it's crazy. That's uh, careful. I, <laughs> I'll call my mom, but uh, years ago, my mom uh, loved Martha Stewart stock. And I told her, look, you should never invest in a company. It's one person's name, right? And sure enough, you know, the, she, the only time ever she got invested in the market, right? And she, we bought some stock for her and, and, you know, and she went to jail and it dropped and, you know, never again. And yeah, I told you so's and all that kind of stuff, but <laughs> love your mom. But Is that, uh, uh, um, I am clone. Was that what it was? I don't, I don't remember. There was a Martha Stewart yeah. stock or whatever, you know, because she had her brand and it right. was a pretty strong brand. It was in all the Kmart's and Walmart's and all that kind of stuff. So, hmm. but you know, when your when your leader goes to jail, that it's not so yeah. good. <laughs> but yeah, her name, they were putting her name on everything. So yeah, she was getting yeah. a lot of money. It was a brand yeah. that you could yeah. invest in. It was public. So, yeah. 
probably better than Phil Mickelson's brand right now, but that that's a whole nother, it's <laughs> a whole nother story. Yeah. We're not going to get into golf again. No, today, yeah, we, no, Chris? No, no, actually someone, I don't know if you could see this, see that, uh, I don't know if I can see, I got that rack of balls up there. Yeah. I, yeah. So someone came in there. There's like 72 balls in each one of those. And I grab a ball when we go out of town. You know, if we go to Minnesota and we play golf, I grab a logo ball and put it in there. And some lady just yesterday said, are those all your hole in ones? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I said, and with a straight face, I go, yeah, it's a shame I was a bad putter. Maybe I could have made it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I got 80 hole in ones, but I'm sitting here doing taxes for a living. But uh, yeah, so that was, that was funny. But once or twice a year, somebody will ask me, are those all your hole in ones? Just, just got a couple. That's all. But, otherwise, uh, they're probably thinking though, Chris. Otherwise, not to give you too hard of a time, but why would you keep those balls in the wall if they aren't holes in one? What good are they? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's funny. Like on the PGA Tour, like uh, at the Waste Management, just a couple weeks ago. Actually, we had an event there one time, Tony. You were there uh, in Scottsdale. Yep. yep. Guy gets hole in one, throws the ball in the crowd. I'm like, well, I would think I'd keep that ball, but uh, yeah, you would yeah. think so. Yeah, that's crazy. So, t- Tony uh, Marlette, what have you seen on uh, the annuity side? Have you any um, decent rates out yeah, there? Yeah, so we're getting rate as you know we talked about before. Interest rates in general are going up, so we're seeing uh, rates on fixed annuities going up. We're seeing caps on uh, index annuities going up. Fixed index annuities. So basically uh, what we would look at is replacing some of that savings slash CD money or bonds or bond, certainly bond money um, with one of those two options. I'm not, I'm still not big on the fixed annuities because if inflation is going to be six, 7% over the next 12 months, you're still going to lose because if you're earning say two and a half percent on a three-year annuity, your real return is still negative. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm okay with it for some short term, um, you know, maybe CD savings money, but the fixed index annuities, Chris are, we're seeing caps on those go up. And I, I I like those now a little bit better. I saw saw one the other day, almost at four and a half pace. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the participation rates can be a good way to go now too. If you have a, even 30, 40% participation rate in an index and the index does pretty well, uh, you stand to, to beat inflation. So, so for our listeners, if you, a participation rate would mean, let's say the you have a 50% participation rate, and if the market does 20%, you get 10. If it does 12, you get 6. If it does 50, you get 25. So never going to do 50. But <laughs> but but so you, you participate in that percentage of the market. So, but that's, a, that's one way of maybe uh, in a really good year, you grab a little more, a few extra points, but, but still even 3%, two and a half percent is still crushing the banks, you know, yeah, and the and banks I mean, and the banks is tax. Most of the time it's taxable. Just going to say these are tax deferred. Plus you have, you have more liquidity with them. You take a penny out of a CD, you pay a penalty, uh, at least, you know, with, with the annuities you have, Access five to to 10%. Yeah, yeah, without without paying a penalty and you get the higher rate. And the biggest thing I think is the tax deferral. Tony, I think a lot of your other advisors you talk to are probably in a similar boat saying the same things. 
Yeah, they are. They are. And that's why um, fixed uh, index annuities and buffered indexes where you get to participate in some of the upside, uh, but uh, either no, no downside or limited downside. If it's buffered, it's a limited downside, like mm -hmm. fixed index annuities. You're talking about little or no fees and your principal's protected and your gains are locked in and become part of the principal. Yeah. So you're never going to go below zero. You're always going to keep your amount in there. And then anything you make above that, it's it's the closest way you can probably, like you were saying, Tony, safety um, uh, and still somewhat keep up with inflation, at yeah. least yeah. in the low interest rate environment. And Dr. Tony Shore, he's more than just a radio guy. I mean, Tony, how, how many how many radio shows do you do with investment guys in a week? Yeah, guys? I probably do about 35, 40 shows yeah, a so week. You hear, you hear a lot. You hear a lot from people like us. So you have a yes. A good um, breath of yep. knowledge. Plus, there. I plus I work uh, with Gradient Investments and know you know Mike Binger, who's on CNBC and right. um, Fox Business News, who talks a lot about what's going on with the markets. And so I I hear a lot. I'm no financial expert, but I guess right. I, because I hear so much from the yeah. financial experts, and, like your like but your mouthpiece, right? So you can you can uh, you can relay <laughs> the information. Oh so, yes, yes, yeah. I can. And uh, you know, you guys are financial services professionals that I think the point here is for our listeners, you've got to work with a financial services yeah. professional, yeah. especially during these times, you got to have an overall financial plan and picture in place. And it just gets more important. The closer you get to retirement, you should have one starting with your first full-time job. Yeah. Uh, and then if not, Hey, how about in the forties? But by the time you're in your fifties, you better have a solid retirement yeah. income plan. And, uh, yeah. And here at, at Brookside, um, I don't want to toot our horn, but what the hell. Um, we're, you know, we're a little bit different because we are, you know, we have CPAs, we have attorneys here. So we do look yeah. at not just your interest rates, but we look at your taxes. We look at, are, are you going to blow all the money on a nursing home? I mean, right now yeah, we the just big got new picture. Yeah. We look at, uh, we got new stats in our town, at least that uh, nursing homes are running $101,000 a year. Well, that's up from yeah. what was it, just 94, 94 last, year. last year. So, you know, everyone talks about probate, probate. we got to avoid probate. They listen to all the Ed slots and all those people. Oh, you got to get a trust. Like, and Matt says, look, that's all fine and dandy. But if you spend it all in a nursing home before you die, there's not going to be anything to probate anyhow. So, you know, how do we get, how do we protect some of that money? Because um, it, the government's not going to uh, really assist paying for your nursing home until you get down be uh, to a Medicare levels, uh, but we're going to be spending money on Ukraine, but we're not going to be spending money on our, on our, our seniors. So, so yeah. we really do look at the overall picture. Our left hand does know what the right hand's doing. So, um, you know, if you want, especially for those of their already clients, a lot of clients just come in during tax season. And this is crazy because probably uh, four to 5,000 people come in our office within 10 weeks but usually they're just so laser focused. Let's get our tax return done. But you, you know, you really do have to think about the big picture because um, taxes are just one small part of your overall financial plan. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I can attest when I'm working with somebody, even on the financial side, it's I, you know, in, in roles past where I was focused just on that and and working for you know one of the banks or a broker dealer, you had to refer that 
kind of thing out to somebody else. It, it's it's a huge asset for us to be able to just keep yeah. it in house. If I'm running through somebody's financial plan and I'm saying, hey, what about a trust? What about setting up POA on these accounts? We can do that literally right here and I can set you up to talk. And, to and, and we've had some bad experiences with, uh, you know, like you said, solely like brokerage houses because they're, they're scapegoats like, we don't do taxes. <laughs> right. So they're like, we don't, we don't give tax advice. So you're on your own. So even though it's such a huge part, I mean, you know, if you're paying 20, 30, 40% of your income in taxes, um, how could you not address that? I mean, it's, it's not good enough to say, well, we don't do taxes. Right. Yeah. So, um, so it was really was a, 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 I don't want to say a monumental effort, but it was, a, it was a, a strong effort to bring all that on their one house. And then we finally done it over the years. And um, yeah, it's very helpful to have that big picture and you guys have a full team there uh, to really yeah, look at I, people's I, big I, picture. I think we got like 14 people now. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're in a really cool building with a vault. Yeah. Yeah. A, a yeah, we bank building. yeah. We bought, bought a bank, bank. building. And we, <laughs> we are full. We have uh, 11 offices and two conference rooms and, and a uh, reception area. And, and all the rooms are full, so um, wow. which, is, which is good. But uh, we may have to build off the back, you know. I don't know. Or sure, buy another. I mean, if things really get better, you know, maybe enclose we'll get the old drive-through. You have to yeah. build that, enclose it, and make that office. The only thing well. nice about that is it keeps the cars out of the snow. <laughs> yeah, I, I was say, we get we get covered parking. Yeah, uh, and we're not yeah. we're not like downtown or anything paying for a parking garage. Yeah, and we and we and we still kept the drive-through. So some clients come, they, they beep the little buzzer. Regina comes back, and you know. They give them their tax tax yeah. return, so it's kind of nice. So, hey, we're about last, um, have you heard you you mentioned just real quick uh, talking to other advisors? Have you heard any of them mention anything about cryptocurrency or Bitcoin with inflation and taxes going the way they are? Do they address um, that I, with their clients? I have not heard them mention in specific as far as specifically regarding what's happening with inflation or the markets or things like that, as far as how that's going, inflation will affect and the interest rates. Bitcoin, uh, when they talk about cryptocurrency uh, and different types of cri cryptocurrencies, it's usually about either the volatility or how you need to be careful and I think uh, financial services professionals are wary of bringing this thing up. But I've had people do shows on cryptocurrency and NF are they NFTs now yeah. um, and talk a little bit about that. But I, I think you have to be careful because, you know, you've got uh, the SEC and FINRA don't like licensed financial services professionals yeah. talking about these things because of their volatility. Right. However, it's becoming a reality in our world and more and more people are talking about it, but not specifically in what's how that's being affected. Um, it has been up and down, uh, but of course the markets have been up and down and a lot of people want to get into cryptocurrency. So it's a legitimate topic uh, yeah. for sure. But the problem is, does anybody really know enough about it? And as an expert, and I know Tony, uh, you know, it seems like the, the younger generation, the younger than Chris and I, I should say, but uh, yourself, you probably have more, uh, maybe more interest in that. Or I know I've had advisors say, I've got clients coming to me who have extra money who, you know, want yeah. to do this. So well, I, I talked to Mike Binger about a little bit and at our last meeting, and he said, you know, Gradient's looking at it. And when the, they think the time is right, they'll they'll come up with some type of portfolio, but it's just not the sure. right time right now. There's actually a new question on the tax return this year. Do you have cryptocurrency or virtual currency? And like, right. 
Well, I don't know how that's a tax question, but they, strange, I guess they yeah. want to track you. The strange thing I, I see a lot, I hear a lot of people asking me about it. And the ones that ask a lot of times are maybe the ones that do not quite have the risk score for it. They just kind of hear about what's, what's trendy, what's hip. Sure. But you know, I, I'm, I'm more curious about it as a hedge against a lot of things. Sure. Yeah. And that could be, and I think as it goes, it's going to, I don't think it's going anywhere that the general consensus amongst financial professionals thinks, yeah, cryptocurrency uh, is probably here to stay. And it's probably going to turn into maybe the primary form of, uh, of, of currency at some point in the future. So, you know, nobody has a crystal ball, but uh, it's smart to want to look at it and see where it's headed. Uh, but yet it's still in its infancy stages, really. I mean, it, you, even if it's been around, it's been around a number of years, but not that long in the grand scheme of things, right? That's it's right. not like the market or bonds or right. banks and, and or the who, banking right. system. And, and who's backing it, right? Is it just... <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we're about 25 minutes in. Um, any sure. last comments by anybody? Okay. Hey, if not, uh, uh, thanks everyone for listening to the Road to Retirement. We will uh, be back with you soon. Um, that's it for today. Um, have a have a good week. See ya. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.